and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 398. I am one of your hosts, MC, Mother Trucking Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? I'm good, mate. If you thought last week was going to be a spicy episode, then you should know that mere hours ago, MC Fixer called me out on Twitter, and this week, it's going to get spicy. <laughs> Did that's true. That's you don't, <laughs> you don't even know the half of it though. There's more to that story than you even know. Let's go. There's more, and the one and only two fresh crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Good, good. So we're recording. I'm obviously not not at home, as I'm sure most of you can tell if you're watching the video version. Look, you might hear some barking. You might hear some squeaky chairs. We're making it work. It is what it is. This is the the shit show as per usual. And if you come here for a professional podcast once a week, you're in the goddamn wrong place. Let me tell you. Um, but we're here. We're here. Uh, if you didn't know, my Xbox and me is our weekly Xbox podcast right here on my Xbox and me. Dot com. That's not. That is not a thing. I've got to be honest with you. I messed up the intro. That's not a real thing. Um, it used to be. You're not in your. Not you're not anymore. in your environment. You're not in it's your weird. environment. It's thrown uh, you off. What is my? What's my rigmarole? Uh, this is my Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on YouTube.com/slash My Xbox and Me and all podcast services. Uh, if you want the show early, head over to Patreon.com/slash MC Fixer uh, and do all the other stuff. Who cares? Blah 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 whatever uh shout out patreon producer this month erin god thank you for keeping the lights on and supporting the show consistently throughout this year we do appreciate you top of the show i beat some video games unbelievable and i want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> where would you like to start because i beat two this week i beat a little a little old game called hi-fi rush and i beat a little old game called dead space Start with the one you liked more. Ah, oh, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so different. They're, they're, so, they're, just, they're literally the polar opposites. One's a survival you a, horror. You asked me and I gave you my request. You asked the question with a question, which in my relationship with Haley is something I don't allow. I didn't answer the question <laughs> with a question. I gave you a directive. I gave you an answer. Let's start with, start with the rush. one you like best. I'm not saying that's the one I like. I'm not saying that's the one I like. Okay, you like Hi-Fi Rush more. Got it. That's not what I'm saying. Hi-Fi Rush better be higher on your list than Dead Space. That's what I'm I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm giving you so much That is not what I'm saying. Um, I beat Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I think I am comfortable in saying that Hi-Fi Rush, outside of um, a dance dance resolution... A Guitar Hero Revolution. I know, I'm taking the piss. Um, Guitar Hero, a DJ Hero. I'll even put the singing games in there because they're technically, technically they're rhythm games. Technically. Sure. I mean, as long as you hum to the rhythm in the correct way, so that you've got to hum it in the right place. Technically, you can sing, you can go la, 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 la the whole time. But if you go up when it needs to go up and you go down when it needs to go down, you're in rhythm. Technically. Okay. Technically. But apart from those games, I think Hi-Fi Rush might be the best uh, rhythm-based game I've ever played. Um, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. And though the story's a bit whatever, towards the end of it, I did actually fall in love with the characters way more than I was expecting to. Um, which if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you know I wasn't I definitely wasn't planned for the story in those early stages. But there's a part of the end 
as they sort of, uh, no spoilers, but as things start to transpire, that really it got me choked up at one point. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. But um, you've both played it, but neither of you have beat it yet, right? I haven't beaten it now. Are you planning on beating it? or? Oh, man, it's so hard, isn't it, at the moment? Like, wh- when am I going to get back to it? It's, no, it's not it's hard at all. Sitting. Yeah, I got one more sitting. I'll beat it at some point. What chapter are you on? Uh, I've done I'm the like, first. Sorry, go on, Crash. I'm halfway. I'm halfway through it. Oh, what, six? Yeah. The back end is might way shorter than the th- front end as well. I'll tell you that for nothing. I've done, I think I beat the first like major boss. Oh, you're oh, early, early. I, I say a lot to do, but it's still only like seven hours or something like that. Seven or yeah, six yeah. hours. It, it's, it's about an eight-hour game, 100%. If I oh, find I, the right time... You have, to, the... you have to be it. You need to be it before the end of the year, 100%. Oh, right. you do, it's one of those games. It's one of those games. I, it, for me, it's it's such a uh, different game from what we were expecting from Tango, but I can't wait for the sequel, and I can't mm. wait to, to keep playing these games. It's so good. So good. I was... I just didn't expect to care that much about it. You know, it was, it was one of those games that dropped. And when a game drops out of nowhere, you're never really expecting too, too much. But yeah. it's probably my game of the year. Mm. So it's better up above that space. Probably. That's how probably. it works. It is. It's probably my game of the year so far. Um, Interesting. If I had to go hand on my heart, yeah. It, it's just a game that it, it's it's so unique it's got a unique art style unique combat system it does different things than i wasn't expecting it to do um and like i say and towards the end the story was actually quite fun so yeah man i'm happy with myself i beat that and then obviously moving on i beat dead space as well um man dead space is a hell of a game it is so good like i can't believe i've waited this long to play dead space I'm glad I did, though. In a way, I'm glad I did. Especially right. after coming off the back of like Resident Evil 2 remake and, and other things. It, it was never going to live up to those expectations. But I think in some ways, it actually does surpass it, which is crazy. In some aspects, I think Dead Space now its atmosphere more than any Resident Evil game that's ever been out. Interesting. If if you adjust on this atmosphere of you are in this in this uh, you are on this spaceship or whatever you want to call it and and what it does in tight spaces, especially with the remake, is it's remarkable, remarkable. And you know that's high praise coming from me, who's like a, a big Resident Evil fan. Like I just I I I thoroughly enjoyed that game from start to finish, every moment of it. Um. And the only thing that lets Dead Space down for me, ultimately, is its story. I think Dead Space story is boring as hell. Like, its characters are very one-dimensional. All of the twists and turns that happen are very obvious. Even the the big twist at the end, um, you can see it coming a mile off. And again, I know survival games and like survival and uh, horror films... They're challenging things to 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 do stories anyway without For seeing sure. the big twist, right? But ultimately, Dead Space, that wasn't the thing that kept me going. Isaac, to me, is a boring character. Like, he has nothing going for him. Like, well, <laughs> I, I, like yeah. 
in the original, if I'm not mistaken, Isaac isn't like a voice character, right? No, he's not. Oh, he has no voice in the original. Oh, yeah. interesting. Didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So it's it's sort of the story as far as like I could tell. I don't really know. Um, it is. It suffers from when it was made. And yes, that, like, I, I agree. Like video game stories have progressed pretty well from For then. sure. So it's like very much stuck in the timepiece where everything else is much more modern. <sighs> yes. But then, and I hate to bring it back to Resident Evil Two Remake, but that, that was made in not like, great. No, I, that story. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I. I think it's great, and I love it. But <laughs> it's way better than this. And that game was made in 1996. The I modernization. I have to finish with that space. I'm not gonna make a comment, but from what I've played, like I think you're crazy with that statement. Are you nuts? Resident Evil story is not that impressive. <laughs> No, no, no! I didn't say it was that impressive. And bombs like. But you are. You're saying it. it's better no, than I Dead think, Spaces, I think and I'm not maybe... saying Dead Spaces is better. I'm just saying they're both forgettable experiences from what I've I played. I think maybe of, what it of is. Death Space. I think maybe what it is for me is maybe maybe it's unfair because I'm I'm in love with Leon. I'm in love with Claire. I'm in love with all of these Resident Evil characters. Jill. The list goes on, right? Like of whoever. I, so I'm already in love with that franchise. What I um, what I will say is that. Resident Evil does characters better than Dead Space. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Okay, I yeah, like, I can. The overall yeah. story, like, I don't think either of them do incredibly great, but I think Resident Evil gives Leon more of a character than most of the characters you see in Dead Space. Every single right? one. Yeah, you get like a bit of character of like the main, yeah. the the whoever the guy that's leading you. I forget his name. Um, the oh, guy that you get Hammond. separated from earlier. Yeah, Hammond, I think and the um it. all the other yeah. people you. They try and give them character, but that's not really the focus there. No. Right? They're just there to give you information as you continue the game, right? Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, I agree with you. Narrative overall, I don't think either of them have like super great stories. But I don't but, think for yeah. me with horror games, I don't think that's like the be all and end all most of the time. Just give me enough to like make what's happening believable or make yeah. sense to a degree. Yeah, I get you. I get you. But yeah, like I say, if you if you are a survival horror fan and you haven't played Dead, Dead Space before, I'm sure you have. I was probably one of the, the few that haven't. But um, if you haven't, this is the perfect place to jump in and play it. It is a phenomenal experience. Have you played it yet, Matt? No, not at all. Oh, my I've God. I've got it sat on, well, unfortunately. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, five. Wait, wait. Ah, that's fine. Um, wait a second. Hold up. <laughs> wait a second. Hold up a minute. How have you got no time to beat any of these games? What else are you playing? Like, this, this taking you away from, like, all of these other games? Redacted. But also, when you find out, you're not going to be happy with me. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. Sure. I won't push. I won't push. Yeah. Um, let's, trans let's transition into what's been in our box then. Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, I played more Destiny. Of course, um, I've been I've been I haven't played much outside of Destiny because the raid is tomorrow, and I've been raid prepping. Uh, so. Are you um, are you like you've set aside all of tomorrow? You're ready yeah, for it. Let's go. Yeah. You Have you got a group to play with? As I say, yeah, yeah, I got a group to play with. Man, that must be nice. <laughs> I, do you trust them though? Is it going to be pain? Do you know that this experience is going to be incredibly painful? But you know the guy in the group who's going to let you down, right? Already, that's already. Yeah, in that's Christ. Well, <laughs> Wait, well what? what I was gonna say is if you don't have that guy identified as you. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm always disappointed in myself, so that just makes sense. Okay. Let's uh, go with it. I respect um, it. 
but yeah, no, I'm I'm very much so looking forward to tomorrow. I don't expect to beat the raid. That's never my goal. No. Doing day one raids in Destiny. It's just a very fun experience. Um, but other than that, I have played and started Wild Hearts, um, which is very fun. I will say it's probably, and I, I think people have said this before, but it is probably the only Monster Hunter type game that seems to have an actual like similar to like when we talk about souls games i'll always mention neo as sort of like those games sort of live in that genre but like on its own i think this game kind of has the potential to do with that like playing the game i think the only big complaint i would have would be performance and i know they've put out patches and stuff like that and i haven't played it in um i played like last week or something like that uh so i don't know how those performance patches have affected it too hard um but the combat's fun. The weapon types are fun. There's an umbrella type weapon, which is incredibly unique. They do some really, really cool stuff in that game that you don't really see other games do too often, especially in this space. It feels like they're always like, we're chasing the Monster Hunter thing, so we are going to be Monster Hunter and nothing else unique. But it also has the stuff that you love about Monster Hunter, right? You're going to fight a monster. You can still hack off body parts to make it weaker and get specific parts to make armor and stuff like that, which is very cool. Does it feel... It- more sorry does it feel more responsive than monster hunter like to me i yes. I, I played monster hunter and especially i played no i played world is the only monster hunter i've ever played which was the one that everyone seemed to have played for some reason um <laughs> and though i enjoyed the games i never felt like what i was doing it didn't feel like I was actually using yeah. weapons. It didn't feel very responsive. Like I was, you'd aim for a towel and then the towel would sort of just fall off eventually. Does this have a little bit more, does it feel a little bit more uh, responsive so, or not? Huh. That's What do you, do you mean responsive and like you pushing a button and the game reacting? Yeah. Or do you mean like, cause if you're talking about like you hit somebody and it's going to sort of flinch back. No, no, no. I mean, really I mean more just, Monster Hunter to me felt very, everything felt like a tank. Everything. Okay. And ultimately, it felt like I was just hitting, 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 then something fell off. And then I'm hitting, 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 and then something falls off again. It doesn't feel, it didn't to me, it never felt like I am aiming for that body part. And then I did that. You know, like those games are made co op as well. Like, you don't have, like, someone can focus one side, you're focusing another. I never yeah. felt like I was actually doing anything other than just weakening its health. Mm, I don't, I think it's still, it's still, it's still that. In that regard. Got you. Yeah. Cause I don't know, I don't know how in a game like this you would necessarily even approach something like that. Right? Yeah. Cause that's a much more like, that's, for lack of a better term, a much more like intimate thing, I guess. I don't know. Do you know what I mean by that though? When I'm talking about monster hunter, do you get what I mean or not? really? Yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. You want just more, I guess, feedback in a sense. I don't know the right way to word it, but I get what you're saying. And like that, I don't know if that necessarily works in a game like this. Um, especially when you're going into co-op, I like, I don't know how you build that around that. Um, hopefully a game does that at some point, but no, I, I don't think, I think this game is very similar to monster hunter in that regard. Okay. Interesting. I want to check it out. I think I'm going to get a code, hopefully today, and maybe check it out tomorrow. Okay. My we'll question. See. Do you need a code? Is it on Game Pass? It's not on Game Pass. I think 10 hours are on Game Pass, but not the full uh, game. Okay. Um, my question. Is it any more 
accessible than Monster Hunter. I, I jumped into Monster Hunter Rise. It was the first one I jumped into in a very, very, I think since like the PSP days. And I was like, my God, the first two hours of this are rough. Accessible in that sense. Um, there is an intro section in this game. I don't think the intro section is as long. Okay. Um, and I haven't gone far enough to like say whether that aspect of the game is any different in this one. Do you feel like you're drowning in mechanics that you are probably never going to use again? No. Okay. I will say no. I feel like everything the game teaches you is like, it's up to you whether you use some of the stuff because the way the sure. game works is you can actually like build uh, build pieces to like jump higher and get around the map. You don't have to do that. You can take the long way around stuff and very, there are times where the game's like, oh, if you want to go up there, you have to grapple or something like that. But the game doesn't force you to. So if you don't want to use that, you don't have to. But a lot of the stuff, um, a lot of them are quality of life effects for the game. So, like, you can gather resources and build campsites and places, but you can choose what you want to build there. And they all require a certain amount of uh, resource that's tied throughout your character, right? So, it's not tied to individual campsites. So, if you want to build somewhere to rest, like, you have one resource that's shared through all the campsites that you want to do that to. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, so, that's, like, an interesting resource management. And that sort of, those mechanics, I think some players can, like, really overlook, but those are more quality of life changes than something that yeah. you need to do necessarily, right? Hmm. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. Because yeah, Monster yeah. Hunter Rise, everybody, everybody was talking about it when it came to the Game Pass. And I was like, you know what? I'll jump into a Monster Hunter game. I haven't tried this in a long time. And I was like, fuck, no. Yeah. yeah. Does this feel more Western? Like, obviously, the, uh, like, does it have that Western feel to it in terms of like, especially co-op and stuff like that? Even joining a game on Monster Hunter, like, I'm talking about World, I don't know what happened with Rise, but World, even that was a ball lake. Like, go to the ball. Yeah. Like, is this is this way more accessible in terms of like just inviting people? Or? Um, they have invite points spread throughout the map that you just go to, and I don't know how they fully work because I didn't really mess around with it too much. I do know if you're hunting something and you want to invite people, it's just like the press of a button and gotcha. people searching for matches will just automatically join you. Um, as far as inviting individual people, I don't know really how that works. Okay. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Um, anything else you want to plan? Nope. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Um, Matt? What have you been playing? He's been playing Redacted, he told us. Redacted, and, and the only other thing I've been playing is still chipping away at Hogwarts and uh, very much enjoying it. And um, yeah, man, just makes me want to play like Harry Potter D&D, but not Harry Potter and stuff, you know? I'd love to do some Harry Potter D&D. Would love that. Um, why are you looking at me like that? I'd love to do it. Let's go. Uh, Let's do it. Coming from a guy who just said he hasn't got time to beat High Fire Rush or Dead Space, but man wants to do an eight-hour Harry Potter campaign of D&D. And make it happen. Matt, Matt would make the time <laughs> for that. Um, just to stick on to Harry Potter for a second, I was uh, talking to Chris earlier and I said, I have ruined my experience with that game in such a bad way. Um, bad. So I've been playing it on PC, right? Mm. But the problem is I've been switching between controller and PC, controller, PC. And then I took a, a big gap to beat Hi-Fi Rush and Dead Space, which I had to do. Now I loaded it up. Obviously I'm where I'm at right now. I've got no, I haven't got a good internet speed, so I can't stream. I can't even really role play to be honest with you. Um, so all I have is time to play games. Like it's, it's, it's very nice, but very overwhelming as well. I'll be honest. Um, and I've loaded up Hogwarts and I'm like, 
I don't know how to play this game anymore because I'm playing it on a controller and I'm like, I can't figure out how to uh, do loadouts with my different um, different spells. spells. I can't figure yeah. this out. I can't... Uh, riding the broom is like... I'm all over the place. I'm like, I need to just start this game from the start again. And then I'm not going to. I'm, there's no, no way. There's no way I'm going to. But it's either I've got to wait until I get home and just play at mass and keyboard and just power through or... I need to sit down for like two, three hours and figure out the controls again on a controller, which is a nightmare as well. So, yeah, overwhelmed. Well, partly segue, partly helpful information, hopefully. It's not a dissimilar control scheme to Wulong, which you've been playing. I have. Been I'm assuming Wulong. on I have. controller? Yes, obviously. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I started Wulong, especially after hearing Matt's uh, impressions last week. And... I wanted to know if Matt was exaggerating. Ultimately, I, ultimately, I didn't think I'd ever be able to beat this game. I didn't think it would be a game for me. I just wanted to beat the boss in less than four hours. Good ultimately, luck. that was my that was my job. I was like, okay, so <laughs> here's my long experience. <laughs> um, so number one, I want to say the game's fantastic. I think the gameplay is very good. Really, really, really enjoy the gameplay. Um, Quite a beautiful graphically game as well. Again, I'm playing, I'm playing on PC with a 3080 Ti, so take that with whatever you want. Um, first of all, they don't automatically switch the controller import, uh, input when you play on a PC. So I'm playing with an Xbox controller and I've got all PlayStation prompts. So I'm <laughs> like, ah, they've messed up. Went into the My Xbox and Me Discord, which you can join as well. And Joanne must have Google searched it for me. She's like, oh, you just need to change it. You need to go into control and just change it. And then boom, it'll be, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I should have. I probably should have known that. I probably, I probably should have thought of that to be honest. But I didn't. So that was the that was the start. I was already a bit like stupid game. How dare you? Um, and then I start the game, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm fighting these enemies. I'm not dying. The, the, the first lot of enemies, and I'm like, I like this, and I like I like the gameplay as well, which is the important part. It's so much faster than a than a Demon Souls or a Dark oh, Souls, yeah. and oh, way faster. Obviously, it's a Ninja Theory game, so that makes perfect <clears throat> sense. But but I prefer those. I've realized th- that's why I enjoyed Sekiro. I yeah. prefer the faster, uh, a, a faster paced game like this. Um, so yeah, I, I'm running through and I'm, I'm putting down my uh, my flags at these these different points, and I'm like, bro, I'm progressing through this with ease. What the hell is Matt talking about? He's an idiot. So I come up against this this tiger-looking thing. And I'm like, what, this is the boss that Matt was talking about? This thing? Because you go in and you're, I think it's your morale. Um, it, that, that, that character's, that monster's morale was like 15 and mine was like 10 at the time. So I was mm. like, oh, crap. Like, this is what Matt struggled with? No way. Like, so he kills me straight away first, first time. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't go back and fight him. I'm like, all right, well, I know these games enough now that clearly I'm not supposed to be there yet. Or I'm meant to approach this very different from how I'm used to being approaching this. See, I've learned, I've learned, I've, I've learned how to play these games now. So yeah. ultimately I, I go through, I, I go and kill some other enemies. I get my morale all the way up to 25 after just grinding. I'm literally just running the same loop and killing the same enemies over and over and over, upgrading my character every little bit by bit by bit by bit. Go back to the same tiger, destroy it. Destroy it. Love that. I'll unlock unlock the wizardry for the thunder. 
I literally cheese it. There's a stairs, and he does this animation to jump up the stairs. So all I do is throw lightning, 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 lightning. He jumps up the stairs, I jump down the stairs. Lightning, 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 lightning. He jumps up the stairs, I jump back up. <laughs> like, literally. So I cheese him, he's dead. Boom. Get all this new gear. I'm like, oh my God, I've done it. And I thought, that seemed a little bit too easy. There's no way that was the boss that Matt was talking about. There's no way. So cool, no problem. I go through. I get to Crash. the boss that Matt and is talking about. <laughs> that tiger that Fix is talking about. Doesn't even have a boss health bar. Just normal. Just like I, I'm pretty sure you fight the tiger in the demo as well. The one that Fix is talking about. No cutscene. It, it's actually yeah. a different different tiger in a different area, oh, but okay. same enemy. Same enemy. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell my story. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I get there. I get to I get to where Matt is talking about the big mm. cutscene. This big dude. I fight him. I'm doing my thing. Deflect. Bow, 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 bow. I'm deflecting <laughs> this guy. Left, right, and center. Smacked yeah. him up. Smacking him up. He does me over. He kills me. I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. Like, you know, it takes you about three times to learn the, learn this. I know these games yeah. now. I played Elden Ring. Fifth of my yeah. all-time list, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know all-time, these games. Not yeah, just last time. year. All-time. 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 Wow. Wow. Uh, I know these games better than anybody. Better than anybody. All wow. right? True. Yeah. So... I go and do my loop, you know, I do my little loop. I go and beat up some more bad guys, get my morale up again, you know, because you lose morale each time you die. Go mm. back in there. He beats me up again. I'm like, okay, no problem. I know where I've gone wrong here. I'm not deflecting enough. I'm playing a little bit too passively because mm. you can deflect on, so he has like, you got your normal attacks that the bosses do, or enemies do, and you can deflect them, but then they've got like this red, this aggression attack i guess some i don't know what they yeah. call it in the game i'd like but you can actually deflect that as well you just need to time it correctly so i yeah, was like All right, you I'm can't being... block it no so, you can't block it yeah. you have to deflect it and it does a lot of damage when you do that as well so yeah. ultimately i'm like okay i'm being a bit too scared to go to him i need to go to him and take the fight to him 100 percent. third time guys I smack this guy up he's done for bam bam really? bam 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 beat him bam, 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 bam. I grab my phone to look at the laptop, take a selfie. Let me see if I've got the photo. Let me see if I've got the photo. I tweet it. It makes Here it is. me so Can happy. you see this? Can you see that? <laughs> oh I tweet God. it at Matt P. Mid cutscene. Did I miss that? Tweet it at Matt P. I then look at my laptop. The second phase of the boss has started. I quickly delete the tweet and start fighting. <laughs> it kills me. Destroys me. Absolutely destroys me. I then proceed to try and beat this boss for in the next two hours and can't do it. I turn off the game. <laughs> I am so that, vindicated. I am that is so my gutted. long experience. I'm so gutted. I never so, saw that tweet. That's upsetting. Fun, fun fact, Team Ninja absolutely love second phases for their bosses. <laughs> big, big fans. I I, uh, I think I struggled with the first phase, it sounds like, more than you did. Like, I definitely Just took one three tries to get through it. Yeah, but I, but was... I had the information that you gave me of the flag. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, like, like, yeah, when that second phase hit, and then I was like... Well, I've got no heels left. I had nothing. Like, what the fuck? And then I got to a point eventually where I was getting through the first phase without needing any heels. And I'm like, here we go. And then still nothing. And uh, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. So I'm, I'm, I'm in this weird point right now because 
I really like Wulong. I think the gameplay is really fun. I think it's yeah. really enjoyable. But I have a I I I don't enjoy dying in games. Period. Well, as yeah. I've got older, I've learned this. Like even even High Fire Rush, right? High Fire Rush, I played on easy. Dead Space I played on normal, but High Fire Rush I played on easy. I was just like, I don't. I want to play games for the enjoyment of the video game. Now I don't care yeah. about about achie- I don't do achievement hunting anymore, so I'm not going for achievements anymore. I just want these experiences. And I'm at Wulong now, and I'm like, okay, I've got the next three days to play video games. That's all I've got to do is play video games. And I'm like, what do I do with this game now? Because I want to beat this boss just to prove to Matt that I can beat it. And I believe in you. I think you can be it. I don't. But think I don't want to be pissed off for a whole day. Well, that's inevitable. Um, <laughs> I think like so. What you need to do with that, and I think it does the game a disservice because once you get past it, you you won't you won't like skim through the rest of the game. But it'll be no. like you and the tiger. That's what yeah. it'll be. It'll be like, oh, there's this dude. A couple of tries, I can beat this dude, and that'll be like every other boss. Not every other boss. There's a couple of other bosses yeah. in the game that are similarly fucked up and hard but what that is trying to do is it's trying to teach you to deflect those red attacks yeah and so when you get to that second phase there is a an attack that you can bait out where he does this like big dragon armor in front of him and if you hit that three or four times he's done mm. and that's what you need to do um and so that second phase is about staying alive until those attacks come it's not about trying to jump in and do damage um and so that would be my little tip for you how many hills do you have at this point? You got three, right? Yeah. In fact, yeah, I don't even know if I have the, any more at this point. You got the wizardry. The wizardry. Um, so the, so the one I was. Hill, you get hills when you hit. Yes. Yeah. And so that's also very good. Like if you when you when that red attack comes in, maybe this yeah. is an offline conversation, but whatever. When yeah. that red attack comes in, if you deflect it right, it will stun him for long enough before you do your killing blow, that you could even activate that healing spell, uh, then hit the killing blow and get even more of a boost uh, in health, health if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, what I was, what I found is that me trying to pull off magic during the fight was actually just a hindrance. Yeah, I, that's and what like, I learned. Yeah. Chris, you're going to love this game, by the way. Yeah, you got to get on, Chris. We'll see. After, after Destiny, we'll see. Red. You don't think you will? Um... After the first boss, yeah, but I don't like having to parry in games. Oh, you're mm. fucked, then. You're going to hate super, it. Yeah, I'm not super. It's the reason I never finished Sekiro. Yeah. Is that, like, feel that pull to, like, finish something like that just isn't super there for me. It, is, like- it feels good, though. I'll be honest. It's I, not like a... It's not a bad... Pa- and it feels so cool when you do it. When you parry something, oh. and you hear the ching, and it's like, you do the little backflip as well. It's like, yeah, it looks so cool. Yeah. The, the game's, like, very flashy, and everything you do in that game feel satisfying i don't know how much it's changed from the demo but i'm sure that i will like it past that point but the more i hear people talk about this first boss is like i don't know if i even want to fight that first boss he's a i'll play it at some point lie. i definitely will play it yeah, yeah he's a i saw I just, like on it, it just seems so unfair yeah like for I... <laughs> a first boss it seems so unfair because ultimately, it, to me, it just I don't know. I understand what they're doing, like in terms of like teaching you to parry, but I understand how to parry from playing it the first time. Like that first bot, that first bit of parrying, I've learned how to parry. Cool. Why do I have to do it again? I've got to put my laptop on. I've got to put my charger in real quick. Oh, but, no. um, didn't put it yeah. yeah, it's just annoying. It's just annoying. 
I get it. I get it. And like I say, I do think it does the game a disservice, unfortunately. But like, I was, I was worried that I was being that guy. Like, I was playing it before release, and I was like, the people wrote articles about journalists not knowing how to play fucking Cuphead. I'm that guy. Like, I'm, I can't double jump. Like, I can't get past the tutorial boss. What the fuck is going on? Um, but then after like the review embargo hit, like websites were doing full articles about like how do you beat this fucker like what is it like and uh i do feel like it does the game a disservice because like beyond that i couldn't believe how quickly i was getting through the rest of the game i thought like oh this is it like i have to learn to parry this way i have to learn to play this game this way but it's just not really not the case and so um i do feel like it does it a bit of a disservice unfortunately and a lot of people will not get past it and a lot of people will drop this game i think fix might be one of them but um yeah that's a shame that's a bit upsetting yeah, I mean, other than that, I am looking forward to playing the game, but it's just that idea is just so dreadful. Like, I, I it was what my I will least say, favorite thing about Sekiro. Yeah, and what I will say is, like, it. what I said to Fix is right, right? Like, these, these like, I, I can't remember what they call them either, but these unblockable red attacks mm. literally hit three or four of them, right, with the timing, and that is it. That is the end of that boss. Um, And so... It, it's not like Sekiro where that, that that boss that was trying to teach you that in Sekiro was like, hey, lock yourself in for a 15 minute long fight and you yeah. better hit every fucking parry going. Whereas That's this true. is like, actually, no. Like if you get hit by this boss, he's going to take off half your health. So you better make sure you've got room to heal or whatever it is. But but it's slightly more forgiving in the sense that it is like, hey, it's four big windup attacks that you have to deflect right now. And, and that's what I need from you. Um so it's slightly more forgiving in that sense. Got it. Okay. You got you got to at least do the first boss crash and just tell us if you beat it within three hours. Question. I got you. Can can yeah yeah, yeah. you just got to time yourself see if you do it better than me. Fix. Uh, can Wulong end up on Fix's uh, game of the year list if he doesn't beat the tutorial boss? It can't be on yeah. my tour. If I don't, I'm I'm back to now. I'm beating games again. The rules are bad, boys. No, no, you can't. You can't. The rules, the rules are, are bad. bad. Don't say that. No, out you loud. can't change the rules. Don't say that out loud. Crash. You can't choose the rules. I no, own this motherfucking podcast, all right? I do I what I want. I refuse to allow it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, as I get older, I realize I'm not going to beat as many games as I used to. <laughs> See, I got these first couple of months in me, and then after that, it's back to the To, to be fair, I was, looking at, I was looking at the rest of the year, and I was like, I, can, I think I can keep up. Nah. To be honest, in what world? it took you a weekend being away <laughs> from your computer setup and being able to play GTA RP. No, that's bullshit. No, no, no. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, yes, no, yesterday night. But I beat these. So I beat these on the stream. No, no, I beat them oh, okay. before. I beat both of those games okay. before coming here. Okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Um, I take back what I said. Yeah, I was gonna say, fuck you. That's not true. Um, <laughs> but looking at your head, there's no way. There's no way you beat Redfall. There's no way you beat Starfield. Yep. Yep. Uh, maybe you beat Redfall. There's oh, no I beat way you both beat of those games. Easy. You don't beat Starfield. Fix will Absolutely. Beat Starfield. There's Absolutely. a difference between the way you and I would play Starfield and the way Fix will play Starfield, Matt. 100%. Fix will finish the story, and that's finishing Starfield. For yes. I, I agree with You will that experience more than Starfield at Fix. Okay, I no, won't get fair. lost in building a fucking ship. My Wulong character was literally me randomizing four times. That's fair. Until I got a black a, guy and was like, perfect. Has a really detailed character career, to be fair. I wouldn't know. Didn't look. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> black hole with me. Didn't look. Didn't look. Um, 
What was I going to say? Um, hmm. I don't hmm. know. Well, my point year. is, Fix, I think you can do it. I think you can beat the tutorial but boss. But do I want to? This is the problem. Every minute that I spend in Wulong now is a minute away from Atomic Heart or uh, Hogwarts Legacy mm. or Wild Hearts or, um, yeah, Wild Hearts or, I, don't think, I think that's it. I think that's all that I've got to play while I'm here, to be honest. Just reminding me, I started Atomic Heart. That's a game I've played that I could talk about. That's been in my box, Perfect. as they say. How is it? Um, I played it the way I'm sure the devs intended. On my phone in the cloud. Obviously. How were the touchscreen? How was the touchscreen controls, man? Can we, <laughs> can we even trust your opinion anymore? Up, like, your opinion doesn't even matter at put this on the point. Key well, it, what it was, was that last, last week when Crash talked about playing, it was the week before, um, I think you said the only good thing that you found in the game was that it was visually pretty. And I thought, well, let's take that away from this game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, started in the cloud. Uh, Didn't didn't play very much, to be honest with you, but I am not loving it uh, in the way I thought. I thought, like, the world seems interesting, I guess. Like, yeah, it's doing some interesting things, I think. But it it also, like, that intro section is, like, so dull. Um, Yeah. Apart from it being visually interesting, like what you why you make me walk to this building to ride in a really long elevator to pick up and a thing to then ride the elevator down. straight back down and I walk straight out the up. same way, <laughs> walk straight out the same way I came and then w- jump in a car, which is another just big elevator. Like, what the fuck are we doing? It's so dull. Um, yeah, it's a rough start to that game, uh, but you know what? It ran fine in the clouds, so whatever. Ran fine in the clad. You might be asking yourself, Theo, Fixer, why have you got up? Because that chair is squeaking like a motherfucker and it really hurts my back. So I'm standing for the rest of this podcast. That's fair. Join me. Join me in the stand-up. Stand I, don't, I don't love it. I've got to be honest, I've got a terrible angle. You know, you should never want a camera to be pointing bottom up to your throat to hear. But it's not a great it angle. Is, also, it is it uh, it, sort of diving into the anime aspect of the, the podcast here. What What? Is that a balloon behind? It is. So, okay, so I'm looking after my aunt's house, or Haley's aunt, our aunt, who we used to live with. If people, long-time viewers will remember the annex I used to live in. Um, We're looking after her house, looking after the dogs, and they have surprised all the kids because they've all gone to Disneyland. So that was one of the Disneyland uh, balloons, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lovely. All right, should we get into some news? Sure, let's do it. Um, that's why I had to stand up as well. You want me to do it? Because you're on your laptop. No, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First up uh, in this week's dashboard, Starfield has been delayed, but now has an official release date on Xbox and PC. Uh, Starfield is the next big role-playing game uh, being developed by Bethesda Game Studios. The game was originally slated to launch on November 22nd uh, before being pushed for additional polish. Starfield now has a release date of September 6th, 2023. Uh, Starfield is the first game Bethesda Game Studios has developed as an Xbox first-party studio, which is a little bit of bullshit if we're being totally honest. Because that game was in development a long time before Xbox bought them. But True. here we stand. Here we stand. Uh, Howard also shared uh, that Starfield will get a dedicated developer direct uh, showcase in June. Uh, 
uh, this year. I don't know why. I, of course, it was this year. Uh, which will follow Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase on June 11th. So, there you have it, boys. We were just talking about Starfield release date, weren't we? On last week's episode. We were. We, we were basically saying, like, do we think we really get another E3 where we see Starfield? And the answer is yes. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Although, at yes? least... Well, that's what I was going to say. At least they are divorcing it slightly from the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, yeah. um, which I think is a good move. It's yeah, a promising I move. I, I would argue that we're not. Well, <laughs> I think we're still going to get an E3 anyway. We'll get a trailer of some sort at E3 to say, like, catch more uh, after the show at. Um, yeah, oh, for sure. The, yeah, there'll be, a, there'll be a tease it. or something or a Todd Howard yeah. going, hey, remember that we're doing a thing. Is it the day after? No. I. It's probably... I'm going to... I would assume that it'll be June 11th, the Xbox show as well. And the you think it'd be the same day? It'll just be after? Either that or it'll be the 10th. Because the 11th is... Do you know what day of the week the 11th is? I do not. I do nope. not. Um, we have, we have well, the technology whatever. to it'll, be able to figure it out. It'll be <laughs> around the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> we have the technology. I think I think they invented it a really long time ago. Something to do with the sun. Go around the earth. Um, <laughs> June 11th is a Sunday. So, yeah, I, I would assume that it's Saturday. It's either Friday to Sunday, the Xbox show. Why, why do Sunday showcases? More people, are showcase. more people, more people at home. Yeah, more people at home. Um, the time zone they usually do is actually pretty good for the UK usually. It's usually 10 o'clock. Uh, so it's like midday you, in the US. So it, it hits everybody, to be honest. Yeah, Usually, like, because um, I know when they used to have E3 during the week. But Fest um, was awful. Couple... Yeah, well, it was either super late for you guys or even it would even be latest for us or it'd be so early for us that people would be at work in, in America. Mm. So it's like, I think this is the best of both worlds where they're like, okay, people can be up and about um, and then they can also catch it. So sure. we'll see. We'll see what time it ends up getting. It might still end up getting horrible time slots. Nah, I think guys. it'll be 10. I think it'll be 10. 10 is fine. And if it beyond 10 o'clock is when I start getting ready, to be honest well, with you. the Starfield Direct will probably be... If it's going to go straight after or sometime after, then that'll be shitty timing for us, probably. But hey, what you going to do? Yeah. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, mm. bad boys. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Really couldn't help um, it. Guys, um, uh, wait. It, sorry, go on. You guys surprised uh, Xbox is at E3? They're not at E3. Well, I mean, they're not. But they are at E3. But they're not, they're they're not, not. at E3. But you know what I mean. You guys, you guys surprised Xbox is doing it this year? No. Yeah. No. Well, no. No, I'm not surprised. Okay. Of course, it was always going to do something. Okay. Yeah. Um, Why I'm are you? I'm just curious. No, oh, no, no, no say, absolutely yeah. not. It would make, yeah, no. even if E3 didn't exist, I, I think Xbox would still do something that time of the year. Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. it's too ingrained in us now to expect something that time of the year. They're not going to take away... They're not going to lose that expectation ever. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. They know they got the eyeballs on it. And so utilize it, right? People are ready. People are excited. People hyped. Does this, are you excited? Are you happy that we got a release date finally? I mean, we've had many release dates. Is this one any more special than the rest? Yeah. This one, this this one's the one. We've gotten one release date. I don't know why you're saying many release dates, Matt. Okay. We've had one release date and then many leaks, rumors. Okay, you can't blame count. them on that. You can't blame them on that. I mean, Crash told me last week it was going to come in June, so... <laughs> that wasn't a leak or a rumor. It was no, a gut no, feeling. No, that was just a, 
You're on that Xbox podcast. Wrong. I yeah. ate something bad last week. You shouldn't have listened to what I said. Oh, shit. My gut was all wrong. <laughs> My gut um, was all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess. Do you believe? Yeah. It? I, th- I believe think we that have state. to. I don't think we have to do anything. <laughs> have to is a strong word. <laughs> sure. I mean, there's no way they miss it, right? I mean, now no. because I've said that out loud. No, Almost no, I don't think. I, so. I don't think I, they miss it either. I think, I think this is it. There's, there's no, there's not, there's nothing else. This is it. This is it. Sorry. Also, it sounds like the reason they did this mainly is for polish. Like my, um, Microsoft wants this game to be super polished, right? Yeah. I mean, Bethesda games are notoriously buggy, so yeah. if the first one they come out with under the Xbox branding isn't a pile of Bethesda mess, that's only a good thing. Yeah. I don't believe. I don't believe it's possible. Do you, to not you be really think it, Yeah, I don't <laughs> think, think so. Like, <laughs> there, there won't be a story in the first few weeks of like, here are the five game breaking bugs that are fucking people up and stuff. Like, don't do this mission. Game before this mission. Bugs. Did, don't walk into had... this mission with this weapon. Yes. That's all I didn't know happened. they've had that. I've know Skyrim, that they've had like PS3. save issues. Oh my god, Skyrim! But I didn't PS3. know there was issues like if you load missions with specific yep. weapons, it messes up the game. Okay. Uh, there was. Uh, they, I mean, they do themselves in by like everything's interactable, right? And so like there was a thing like if you dropped so many wheels of cheese in a row or something, it would just like lock the game, like yeah. break the game. Right, and shit. right, right. Um, yeah, like the the they they are too expand. Like I just don't believe we'll ever get to a point where they're like. This is the the Witcher three was great, yeah. right? When it launched, I don't think it was a buggy mess when it launched. I don't remember people talking. It about had it problems. That way. It definitely yeah. had problems. Did it, but it okay, weren't, not, not well. No, 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 no. You're, you're, what you're saying is uh, is right though. But it's not. It was it was things it's, that were fixable. That wasn't it wasn't game breaking. Like right. yeah. To, you, to be fair, Fallout four wasn't game breaking though. Like I don't remember there being. I don't remember there being anything too crazy no. in Fallout four that I, was like. Oh, it's broke. Like there's there's little things that always happen in these games, but nothing. Crazy. I think when you have games that big and that expansive, people are more willing to accept For bugs sure. in the game, which yes. is just like a natural thing. Whereas, like, I think Bethesda has in the past uh, gone a little bit too close to the edge. If we're like, hey, maybe that's not acceptable, right? Maybe it's a little bit too buggy. Maybe it's a little bit too broken. Um, and hopefully with Microsoft or whatever reason they decided, like, hey, we're going to delay it, uh, we see a significant less amount of bugs. But I do think a Bethesda game is a Bethesda game at the end of the day. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that unless it's too broken, right? I think it's probably the one-two punch of a bit of oversight for Microsoft and Fallout 76 being the last kind of thing they did and that being pretty fucking rough. Yeah. But was that rough? Be- like, I know that game was like that a was mess, rough because and I was getting patches all the times. The game was yeah, I was gonna say it was both, right? Like, I remember yeah. the servers just being trash, like, and that's because it's an online MMO-ish game or whatever. Like, and so that added an element of like bugginess, I guess, or like whatever you would call that. But like, I think it was a, a mixture of a lot of things that didn't help that game. But I think bugs were one of them. Yeah, I, well, I remember when we were doing the podcast at the time. Every week there was like a new update of Fallout seventy six gets seventy six or a hundred bugs, bug fixes or whatever it was. It was well, a ridiculous amount of bug fixes. Also, they didn't they fucked over everybody who bought like the super special edition, right? And like sent them 
that knock off shit of the stuff. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It was just a fucking trash fire, wasn't it? So yeah. maybe they're like, hey, let's not, let's really not fuck up Starfield, but we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully, indeed. Do you believe? Uh, I believe. <laughs> Next up, Arcane Studios confirms Redfall will have cross play support between PC and Xbox. I, I saw this come out and this be confirmed. I thought this was like already a thing. I thought we already did Xbox pretty much already come out like years ago and say like all of their first party games are cross playing that. I have the I, same reaction. Yeah. This was a non story so. to me. Yeah. I also like, I think it's more of a story when games don't have it than yeah. when games do have it nowadays. Exactly. Like, I can't think of the last game I've played that didn't have crossplay other than some indie games for whatever reason not having crossplay in some regard like that um so this look was, at I the, was i was kind of shocked to see this story circulating 100 but look at how far we've come remember when rocket league like sneakily just activated it yeah and uh everybody was like oh my god it literally is the flick of a switch and now now like you say it's it's totally the expected thing it's totally what do you mean your game doesn't have crossplay? that's obscene um and so, yeah, look at the strides we've made, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, I saw this one going around on Twitter and I was just like, this is not a story to me. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to say, like, I mean, obviously I'm I mean, happy it's been confirmed. I, I, I guess, I guess maybe it is a story because maybe it's because it, it's on Epic as well, right? So I think it's, it's, it's crossplay. Epic's team. It's cross, so... Steam to Epic, Epic to Steam, Xbox to all Steam. All platforms it's available yeah. on, yeah. So maybe that's why it's a story. I, but. So they did a Q&A, and I think what ended up happening is some news sites were like, well, we need to make a story out of this Q&A, and what's the most like clickable Headline title? thing. It has yeah. cross-play. Because um, I, I looked through it, and there wasn't really a whole... Like, there's some interesting stuff for people who are interested in it, but there's not really anything that's sort of like, hey, this is going to drive views and click Star website sort of situation. Mm. Uh, original Cookie Man writes in with a question saying, Arcane recently did a Q&A with their Discord community and went into some more details about the immer- uh, immersive sim system that's that correctly? in Redfall. If the world uh, is as compelling as the best examples uh, in the genre, Hitman, Fall Artists on the Bioshock, could Redfall be a surprise hit? Uh- I don't think it's a surprise hit. I think it's... I don't think Redfall's going to meet the level of um, expectation in which I think I have for it. Only because of what they have said, though. Not because of what has been shown. What they, what has been shown to me, it looks interesting, it looks fun. I, I can't wait to play it with you boys, obviously. But I don't see anything beyond that. Um than a fun fuck around with my friends type game. But in the same breath, I am not the biggest, um, what's the studio name? Jesus. Arcane. Arcane, thank you. Jesus, I just read it. Um, Arcane uh, fan, not that I don't like their games and don't appreciate what they do. They just haven't had a game that has spoken to me. This is very much a game that speaks to me. But in the same breath, I've said this before, I say it again. If it's going to be told a story in the same way Deathloop is told or the systems are similar to that, that isn't what I am interested in. 
I'm more interested in the traditional way of gaming. Does that make it right? No, because if you look at uh, Deathloop, if you look at uh, Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2, there's some of the bet- most regarded, well-regarded games that have come out in the last 20, 20 years. So the medium is moving on beyond what yeah. I want. But I- I'm interested to see. What do you guys think? Do you think, to me, it, if this um, is a hit, it's not a surprise hit. Yeah. I expect this I also, to be good. Also, mm. like the list of games mentioned aren't comparable to Redfall, I'd say. Because like none of those are co-op games. Full and Redfall isn't just an immersive sim. Full Light 76 is co-op. That's a full light game, just saying. Yeah, but that, would you argue that that's an immersive sim? Hitman's got that time trial thing that you can do with a ghost. True, true, true. Um, I like I, I think the I think for this game to be a success in the lane that it's in and the way they've not they've sold it, but the way that it's been perceived by people is that it needs to be a good co-op game. I think yeah. that's like the main thing for it. Um, so I, I think the immersive system could be why it's a cult classic or why it's a niche game and people talk about it incredibly highly for a long period of time. But I think for it to be a hit um, in any form, like I think that co-op really needs to land. Matt? totally agree with everything you guys have said for, for me redfall feels like and and i don't mean this to come off negatively but like rainbow six extraction i had an expectation it hit that expectation and you know what i played it for like three days back for blood had an expectation oh, it hit gosh. that expectation and i played that for like three days yep. and this feels the same to me like i know they keep saying it's not left for dead it's not back for blood but it feels the same and and, and my expectation is where it is, yeah. and I think it'll probably hit it, and I think I'll probably bounce off it pretty quick. I hope, I hope I'm, I'm wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I put a lot of time into it. Uh, but I think for it to be a, like you say, a, su- a surprise success, I think I think it's expected to be a success. It's on Game Pass. It's a relatively high-profile game from a relatively high-profile studio with an easy pitch, like co-op vampire shoot 'em up. You've got Game Pass. Try it. Like, that's the pitch. And so I would have thought that game will be a success. And however, Xbox decides to frame that success in the same way that High on Life was a success. High on Life was a success or whatever. I was about to say, what do we quantify nowadays as what a success is? Is the difference, right? But back in the day, we quantified um, sales were the barometer of success. I don't, that's no longer a thing because of Game Pass. It's not, and not that games don't yeah. still sell well, but that's not, it's now, it seems like it's um, amount of players. But even that, yeah. even that's not a it's true not. representation anymore of how many people, because obviously I, I work for UB and um, you see them, they're, 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 they do the free weekends for games all the damn time, uh, which I think is a very, very smart um, business um opportunity for them they it's, it's a great way of getting new players into a game that they were interested in and then converting it with a sale on a, on a far crowd whatever i think it's a very very smart business model but that also helps to, to get more players to have played the game so well uh, yeah but, Go on, crash. It, it's also one of those things where if you're viewing it from player base you don't know if somebody's played it for like do they have a metric of like a person has to play it for at least like 
five hours before we say that they count them in the player base probably not no and then it's also like it's just booming we up. never That's really get those numbers right no. it's just we'll hear all the time because we have heard xbox in the past say like oh yeah such and such was viewed as a success from us you know uh i think gears ta- uh comments like that came out for gears tactics and things like yeah. that but we never really got like a player base number or how much that game sold or anything like that just xbox telling us a game was successful i don't but- think even if a game wasn't Xbox would ever say, like, hey, this game wasn't successful. Well, right? they never came out with say, Bleeding like, Edge, did they? Bleeding Edge came out. They didn't come out and go, yeah, this wasn't a success. Sorry, yeah. guys. No, they just ended the production of it and sent it on its merry way. So we never know when a game doesn't do well. Um, yeah. and the, the best promoter of that is you see how quickly support is pulled for it and how quickly mm. the servers get turned off. That's the promoter of when we know a game was, was a complete and utter failure on Xbox's behalf at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, um, you know, I've lost my train of thought. I apologize. <laughs> that just left the station real quick. <laughs> we are recording later than we usually do. I'll give you it. I'll give you it. Um, yeah, I mean... Oh, I got just, it. I got I, it back. Please. <laughs> I was going to say that the, the like, I think Hogwarts Legacy is an interesting one, right? Where, you know, obviously that game sold gangbusters and we heard about that. But one of the the kind of early uh, barometers that they were measuring by was, hey, we broke the world record for the amount of people viewing it on Twitch for a single player game. And it's like, well, where'd you pull that metric out? Nobody's been ever, nobody's ever gone, hey, we hold this record. Like Hogwarts has come out and been like, hey, now we own that record. Like, okay, it, does that mean it's successful? Twitch, that's not money think, in your pocket. I think that's probably, no. that's, go on. No, no, it wasn't Twitch that was like, uh, throwing around that number if i'm not mistaken i believe it was oh. a studio yeah i mean maybe okay. maybe it was both i don't know but i i would i could be wrong about that, stay away i would have thought i would have thought it would have been twitch reporting that to them saying yo just so you know your game is the most viewed no, game I, I, blah, blah, blah. I would imagine they would have that, that data i don't think that data would be too hard to find what the most viewed no, game no i'm sure is. not yeah I, I i wouldn't be surprised when they're seeing you get high if somebody was like hey uh, where do we stand in like the top 10 list or whatever? And yeah. then somebody's like, oh shit, we're at number one. We're at the top. <laughs> and then somebody's like, oh, we got to tweet that. Make an infographic. We're tweeting yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. True. Very quickly as well. We've talked about it several times in the podcast and haven't said. Fuck JK, Fuck JK Rowling. Rowling. Fuck yeah. JK Rowling. There you go. Um, next up, one that I know Crash is excited about. Has to be. I don't know. Is Crash a Dragon Ball guy? I don't actually know. I actually don't know if you're a Dragon Ball guy. He must be. He's a nerd. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai uh, Tenchi. Uh, have I said that right? I definitely feel like I've not said that correctly. Tenkai All right, let me try. Let me try again. Let me try again. Oh. Dragon Ball Z Budokai. I got that right. Yeah. Ten Kaichi. Close enough. I don't know the cor- 100% correct way to play- say it, so I'll say, yeah, that's good. A new Dragon Ball Z Budokai game has been announced. Um, it came out um, with a trailer. Uh, what? Go on. No, don't say Budokai because Budokai is a different franchise. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, look, it's been over 15 years since we got our last mainline Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkachi game. Uh, I don't know what the fuck this means. Crash, help me out here, please. Uh, <laughs> at a... Uh... Dragon Ball does their own sort of show convention type of thing. Uh, and they announced a new Tenkaichi game, uh, which a lot of people are very, very excited for. First yes. one they've done in a long time. Um, I 
am interested in playing it. That's about oh, that's about where it is. I this isn't like the fighting the type of fighting game that really like interests me because this is much more of like an arcadey have fun sort of fighting game which i'm sure somebody's gonna get really mad at me and they're gonna be like no it's super competitive or whatever but this it doesn't really like register for me in that avenue so if i wanted to play a dragon ball z fighting game i'd rather go play dragon ball fighters personally even today i'd rather go play that than something like this today although Mm. a ton of great memories from when i was a kid with these type of games so i'm looking forward to at least playing it fair enough fair enough nerd Uh, last few stories here. Uh, Paradox revealed a huge partnership with Microsoft uh, for new games for Xbox and Game Pass PC. Um, long story short, Paradox teamed up with Xbox. I did like a, a thing over on the official Xbox uh, YouTube channel, which I didn't know they were doing, uh, where they announced a bunch of uh, new games and updates to some games as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you've got games like Lamplighters League, Cru- uh, Crusaders Kings 3, Tours and uh, Tournaments, Life by You, uh, Across the Obelisky? The Obelisk. Thank you. Um, bro, honestly, I've never heard of any of these games. Apart Kings Crusaders I've heard of. But and, and the others I've not heard of. Have you guys? City Skylines. City Skylines too. I'm just scrolling uh, down. Knights I just of City Skylines. <laughs> game Pass. Uh, um, Stellaris wasn't yeah. that a game people loved last year? I think that's an expansion or something like that. Sure. If I'm not mistaken. Um, other than that, no, I haven't heard about a lot of these games. Hmm. But a lot of them come into Game Pass day and date. So. Yeah. Shout out to Paradox. Hopefully they're getting their bread. Hopefully they're getting paid well. And uh, hopefully we keep getting content coming to Game Boss. So, win, win, yeah. win. Let's jump into Fixer Sack before we run off today, guys. Uh, remember, you can email in or write in our Discord. Uh, the email is myxboxandbepodcast at gmail.com. And the Discord is in the links below on the YouTube video. Make sure you go subscribe. Or in the description of this very podcast. First up from Eldozo. On my recent... On my most recent walk, my attempt to shift a bit of weight, my Spotify threw up a song that I hadn't heard in quite a while called Blow Me uh, Away by, sorry, not just Blow Me, uh, Blow (laughs) Me Away by uh, Breaking Benjamin. The song song some of you, or uh, maybe all of you may know uh, from a level in the original Halo 2. My first instinct was to download the Master Chief Collection and begin to play through the Halo campaign. My question is, what if any songs, uh, tunes, or piece of music instantly takes you back to a memory of a game? This can be an actual game uh, game music or a song you associate with a particular game. Question, want to kick us off? Sure. Um, Interesting. Uh, I think the only one that I have that I can distinctly remember right now, it's not even from the game. It's a song that I listened to while playing it, which was Eminem's The Way I Am while playing Ooh. RuneScape. I have a very specific quest mm. from RuneScape that I remember have it, like listening to that song while playing the quest. So whenever uh, RuneScape, like, a, like level, they upgraded it and they did a whole bunch of stuff and they released a classic runescape and whenever i went back to play it and i did that quest it made me want to listen to that song in particular and vice versa so yeah yeah matt my one is slightly embarrassing and nonsensical um gta san andreas when i was playing that as a kid 
uh, I knew that if my parents heard the audio from the game, they'd not be happy and take it off me. So I used to play that game on mute while listening to Maroon 5's debut album on repeat. <laughs> um, and uh, and so, yeah, the, that, song, the, that whole album, which I could probably recite word for word, uh, reminds me of San Andreas, which is a very uh, big culture clash, I feel. Yeah, a little a, bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, I've got a few, I'll be honest with you. Music, obviously, music plays a big role in my life and has done since a very young age. Um, the first one that comes to mind is a weird one. I used to know a kid called Jack. Jack, I'll just call him Jack. I won't use his last name. Uh, Jack, and I used to go around his house to play Sims. Um, and he had just got the... You probably don't know the artist crush, and maybe our American listeners don't. And maybe he do. He broke America. Dizzy Rascal. You, ever, you know Dizzy Rascal? No. no. Well, he had a he had an album called Boy in the Corner, which is like considered a, a classic. Um, and he had a song on there called Jezebel, which, if you don't know Jezebel, it tells a story about this young girl from a council estate uh, getting pregnant and having sex and all this stuff. And I remember that song was just on repeat while playing The Sims when it first comes to PS2. Yeah, Blue Desk. PS2. So that... That's one. Um, I've got rock band. So I used to do rock band nights over at my uncle's house. Uh, me, Haley, my cousin and my uncle, we all used to pretend we were a rock band together. So I'd go around there once a week and we were on tour. Um, and it's crazy. It's crazy that this question come up, actually. I just got a, a WhatsApp from him um, about this, which is wild. Uh, my cousin went to go see the band, clearly. Um that did the song and this um do you hear that okay um it's uh nine in the afternoon um, oh yeah, yeah. Panic so disco. that was yeah Panic disco yeah so that was kind of our uh our our, our send-off song so we do our set list and that would be the song we ended on every single show so that song anytime i hear that song it takes me back to my my uncles and artists and um playing rock band um, and then for some weird reason, you'd have to tell me tell me if I'm wrong or not, if I've made this up in my head, but did Gears of War do... Um, what song was in the Gears of War trailer? Mad World. Mad World. Yeah, that song, oh, I, think, that. I think it Gears of War every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, that every well single time. Like, I hear that song, I don't think about that song, I think about Gears. Every, yeah. si- every single time, without foul. Yep. Um... There's still plenty more. Need for Speed Underground 2, that whole soundtrack. Yeah. Like anytime yeah. I hear to the window, to the wall, as soon as and that I love that song number one, but I think Underground 2 every single mm. time without foul. Um, I think in yeah. those sports games as well, like there is a, like there are even like FIFA tr- tracks from FIFA oh, yeah. games that I just know from being in uni and like my mates playing FIFA. I, like I was never that interested, but like yeah, songs that I know from the menus of those and and um. The other one for me is um, Tony Hawk's. Like there, there's one oh, of yeah. seventy tracks that I could hear and be like, "Fuck, I want to play Underground!" <laughs> like right now. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I've share. got there's a bunch more I could easily list off, but we'll we'll stop there because good question. No one is yeah. Great question. Great question. Uh, next question comes from Reality, who says, "Hi guys, I'm not a new listener, but new to the Discord server." My question is, a couple of days ago, VGC and various other outlets reported uh, the console sales for the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X and the PS5. And currently, the PS5 is at a 30 million, while the Xbox is at 18 million. 
It's reported the gap should now widen even more in the future and create a two-to-one ratio, the same as the Xbox One and the PS4 era. Excuse me. What do you think Xbox can do to close the gap? My opinion is third-person action-adventure games, possibly. But what would you guys like? Uh, what would you guys uh, take on, take on? Sorry about that. Butchered that a little bit in there. Um, yeah, I think you've hit a nail on the head with third-person action-adventure games. But I think that's something we've been shouting about for a really, 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 really long time um, on the podcast. Uh, they never, they never. The, the, the real simple answer you want, you want the real, real, real simple answer is, and and I think it's something that PlayStation and I'm obviously I know because I'm in the influencer world as well. Xbox needs to get their branding together as a whole. They are. I, I love Xbox. You know, I'm, 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 we do this podcast. Been doing it for the four years. But you look at, you go to the cinema, you see PlayStation. You go to football matches, you see PlayStation. You you see celebrities, they go to PlayStation. You it, that used to be Xbox. Mm. Xbox was the console that everybody went to in the 360 generation. And for some, I don't know why reason. And maybe 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 for all the praise we give Phil Spencer, love Phil Spencer with all my heart. You know, absolutely saved Xbox when we needed them the most. He didn't like the the third party deals, and he didn't like the the exclusive Call of Duty I, maps, or they lost out on those bits and bobs. I'll let you come in in a second, Chris, but let me just keep running for a sec. Um, and ultimately, I think in the long run, it is it has has made Xbox fall behind in a big, 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 big way. Like we we, we focused on the, the, earlier uh, in the in the consoles, the teraflops and the and the hardware and things like that, and ultimately nobody cares. Like we care when it comes to talking about these new consoles because we get content out of it, and so does the IGNs and people like that. But the everyday consumer doesn't understand all that, and ultimately, I think that's what Xbox have lost. Like with FIFA, FIFA is obviously big across the world. They lost the market into that when they had Ultimate Team as an exclusive thing. Um, Call of Duty, obviously, we'll get into Call of Duty, I'm sure, at some point, um, and that's a whole another headache. But they they lost the thing that made them special. I feel like with the everyday person, and even if you look at PlayStation now, they're doing this. They're doing this new program with influencers, and um, they do tournaments with celebs, and all all of this stuff. And it it just Xbox need to become a little bit more coherent when it comes to the brand of Xbox. Um, they've done a great job with that with Game Pass, but they haven't done a great job with that of everything else outside of that. They've run that trajectory with. Uh, the inside Xbox stuff, uh, the, the Xbox um, shit. What was it called? Um, uh, developer Direct. No, the, the the thing before that that I went to. Yeah. Oh, fan fest. The fan fest stuff. That was a great start, and it would if they could have kept building on that, it would have been huge. I think. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not it's not just the games. It really isn't. I don't think that gap will ever close. I don't think, and I think because Xbox doesn't care for that gap. I don't think that is Xbox's focus. I think mm. Game Pass and xCloud are Xbox's focus. Because I think if that was Xbox's focus, we would see more adverts at when you're watching a movie for a physical Xbox and mm. stuff like that. But that's not what they're going for. They're going for Game Pass. And what's the best way to sell Game Pass? Word of mouth. So where are they going to show it? 
where gamers are more likely to see it. That's why we get big pushes for that at your E3s and at your showcases where gamers are going to be watching. So next time it's like, oh, you want to play this game with me? I don't, I can't really get it or I don't really feel like buying it. Oh no, just get Game Pass. That's really what their goal is. So I, I think the more we go on, the less that number matters to Xbox as long as Game Pass continues to be a success. That's why it's it's why you talk about Call of Duty. Xbox is sort of like, yeah, we'll put Call of Duty on PlayStation if the deal goes through. We don't care because that's not our goal. Our goal isn't to deal in in consoles forever. We have a goal well beyond consoles. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Fixer may have died live no, on podcast. I'm here. No, you're there. Okay, well you're frozen on my end. Oh no, I'm here. I'm here. We're fine. Okay. Um, I totally agree with everything you were saying, Crash. Like, yes, absolutely. Xbox, I don't think, care about selling consoles anymore. And I think they're a bit ahead of the curve in that sense. Like, maybe they should care a little more right now in the next two years about selling consoles than they clearly do. But they are a subscription-based company. And Mm -hmm. Microsoft Office has gone that way. And so is Xbox. Like, all they give a shit about is whether or not you have a Game Pass subscription. Whether you're playing on your PC, on your phone, or on your Series S or your X or your whatever their streaming stick maybe that might happen one day say again or your tv TV, yes exactly which is why i was kind of i was saying about the streaming stick like is maybe maybe that doesn't happen because maybe maybe they're further along with the smart tv app than we assume and, and maybe that just gets bundled into a um a you know a fire stick tv or, or whatever other sort of sticks that already exist that turn your dumb tv into a smart tv yeah. uh so yeah yeah i um i think it's a, it's an interesting one beyond the point of uh, oh he is gone he's he is gone. gone it was an interesting one though <laughs> it was an interesting one though uh i think we're at the end of the podcast anyway aren't we crash isn't I that think over? So. I oh, think he's so. back. Oh. That time I died. That time I died. I definitely died then. <laughs> I, def- I don't know what happened, but I definitely died then. Well, um, I was about to outro us, so. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah. We can just well, unless, unless you've got anything to add. Ah, nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> nothing important. Nothing important. Uh, Crash, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out. We're going to plug this week. Uh, my Xbox and my YouTube page. I haven't checked the podcast reviews. I'm going to check the podcast reviews while uh, these guys do their atros. I've got um, one. I've, we've got one. one? Oh, we yeah, you one. do have one. Fix we've will read you guys one. a review. I will, I will read one before um, we go. Yes. I will leave read. some reviews for us. Yeah, help with the algorithm. Reviews. And I like seeing the reviews. They make me a little bit giddy in the day when I see a good review. You know? Definitely. <laughs> and you know what made me giddy in the week, Crash? What? The Discord, which is what I'm going to plug while Fixer pulls up the review. The, you know, everybody in the Discord this week been chatting about how they first found out about MC Fixer. Yes. I very much enjoyed that little conversation everybody was having. Uh, if you're not already in the Discord, go get in the Discord because uh, it's a proper lovely little community of people chatting about Xbox and nerdy shit and MC Fixer. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I, it warmed my heart seeing it as well. All the all the people were like, oh yeah, I found him here, I found him here, I found him here. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, and God. you know what we learned from that? <laughs> We gotta get you back on unlocked. Boy. I, should probably, I should probably do more podcast appearances. <laughs> if you want me on your podcast, if you do a podcast and you listen to this podcast, hit me up. I'll do it. Okay. I'll find the time. Uh this review comes from Radland. Radland. Been listening for well over a year now. Well, let's start off right there, Rad. What the hell? Well over a year and you've only just done it? How goddamn dare you? How 
out, goddamn day. I want you to go and find your nan, kick her down the stairs, and take her phone. All right. <laughs> so uh, next week we're expecting a review from Rad's Rad Lad's nan. Rad Rad Lad's uh, nan, exactly. There we go. Uh, been listening for well over a year now. Fixer and the guys always a good, uh, always good for some chat about the latest news in the Xbox world. They have a nice, relaxed approach, and it doesn't quite feel as corporate as some of the other uh, others out there. Instead of uh, game journalism giving well-rehearsed lines, it feels more like listening to your mates having a chat about what's going on and what they're playing. The three main hosts uh, all have their own vibe, uh, but their own style mix well together. And my favorite episodes are when they are all together. Thanks for the many hours uh, you spent in my earlobes and keep up the good work, boys. Love that. Uh, Very quickly, you you didn't say... Is it is it a five star review or do we have to go hunt a full day? Of course, it's a five star review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. that face, I thought you were going to be like, it's not a five star review. No, it's a five star review. It's a five star review. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, remember, go in the go and we are we're nine reviews away from a hundred over on Woo. the UK um, Apple Podcast. So, yeah, can you- we get there before episode four hundred? It's a big ask. It's a big no. ask, but I believe in you. No. <laughs> knows the answer but please do if you are new this now again go find your grandma kick her down the stairs and then uh jack her phone please and five stars only just, like ask her five if stars. Use her phone for for about five minutes you don't gotta kick her down the stairs i'm not interested in that Fix only wants to review if you kicked her down the stairs if, if you haven't kicked you her, down the kick her down the stairs he's gonna come kick you down the stairs if the subject line isn't kick my nun down the stairs for this review i don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> um any any from the u.s uh, no new ones. Ah, guys. This is letting us down, you know. Come on. Come on. Well, thank you all for watching, listening, and viewing wherever you are. Until next time, we will love you and leave you. And see you later. Goodbyes. Bye.